Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Look, do you need a defense attorney? Go with the best in the business. That is Aurora Law Firm. You hear Manny Aurora on the show a couple times a month, currently representing Anna Delvey, the real one from the Inventing Anna Netflix documentary. Located in Atlanta, Georgia, but practices nationwide, has handled litigation in over 19 different states and has represented many clients uh, in the celebrity field, you know, as well as professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, uh, politicians, you name it. Manny and his crew have been there and done that. And they can help you as well if you're in need of a defense attorney. As a former prosecutor, Manny Aurora understands the other side of the case. TheAuroraLawFirm.com. That's the website, theauroralawfirm.com. If you have a question for Manny when he makes a stop with the BS, you can leave a message on our hotline, 404-369-3825. Or the show's social media and get all that information off podcastthebs.com. How about a win-win situation for you? You're about to purchase a house. You need a mortgage. Go to the best in the business. That's Dave Flashner with Stockton Mortgage, 561-951-0984. He's a no-nonsense guy. He'll tell it to you how it is. He'll give you the numbers, and it'll make it happen. Plus, he picks up the phone when it rings. But on top of that, when you close your home loan purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll be automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. One prize winner will be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500 per month in 2023. 561-951-0984 or Stockton.com slash Dave dash Flashner. With Dr. David Markwell, in Ridgeline Counseling, there's never an excuse to not talk to someone. And we all need somebody in our lives to talk to, especially a neutral third party on some occasions, right? Ten different therapists who work with Dr. David Markwell at Ridgeline Counseling. He's been a huge supporter of the BS podcast, and we appreciate that. He's working with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. And what's so great about Ridgeline Counseling is if maybe you're not in the Georgia area and you can't go to one of the three locations, being East Cobb, Marietta near the square, and McKaysville right outside of Blue Ridge, they do virtual sessions, accept insurance, and offer self-pay options. Dr. David Markwell and Ridgeline Counseling are without a doubt the best in the business, whether it's behavioral health issues like anxiety, depression, relationship issues, parenting issues, trauma, substance use issues, etc. Ridgeline Counseling is there for you. MarkwellTherapy.com. Again, MarkwellTherapy.com. Are you looking to build a mountain home or a cabin in Western North Carolina? You know, you hear me talk about Paradise City all the time and the cabin up in Mineral Bluff. Well, Mac Development Group, they are a one-stop shop for all your needs. A full-service design, build, real estate developer, and their team handles everything for you. From your land acquisition to designing your custom home to the general contracting and building. They provide your family with the ability to have a one-stop shop and know what your project is, and it's delivered on time. Plus, everything is built in this 3D software process that you can see ahead of time to make you kind of ease your tensions as you move forward with this really cool and exciting thing in your life, right? Currently booking for full-time builds, and they need to get folks on the schedule. The folks are you. Reach out to Mac Development Group, macdevelopment.com. That's macdevelopment.com. Also, hit them up on social media, Instagram and Facebook. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now... 
There's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Episode 65 of the OG, the BCP. You down with me? LOL. Listen in ACDC, AOK, and my BMW. It's an alliteration, all alliterations. <laughs> right? No, uh, acronyms. Yes, acronyms. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, thanks for being here. My name is Jason Bailey in the Golden Scissor Studio, beautiful Roswell, Georgia, all sponsored by Stockton Mortgage. Dave the Flash Flashner, looking for a mortgage. He's your guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's my guy. Should be your guy, too. Knowledgeable, reliable, trustworthy. Just buzz him. He'll pick up the phone. Not every mortgage person will do that. 561-951-0984. 561-951-0984. Or you can go to Stockton.com slash Dave-Flashner. On top of that, Super Mario Brother bonus extra points, right? When you close your home loan purchase or refinance with Stockton Mortgage, you'll be automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. That's amazing, right, Brandon? Absolutely. Are you raising your hand for something? No, I'm stretching. Okay. Did you have a question? kind of funny. Did you have a question about the sweepstakes? Uh, I'm guessing you have to have a house, right? No, you'd be purchasing a house. Like you're buying a mortgage. You're getting a mortgage. Not buying it. You're getting a mortgage from... Dave Flashner with Stockton Mortgage. Now you're automatically entered into a mortgage-free sweepstakes. Pretty cool. One prize winner, which could be you, should be you, probably will be you, will be chosen to have Stockton Mortgage cover their monthly mortgage payment up to $2,500. $2,500 per month in 2023. And all you have to do is do what you're going to do anyway, and that's get a mortgage. Just go with Dave Flashner with Stockton Mortgage. Very simple stuff. Uh, There's the Nader. Nader Taters. How you doing there, buddy? Hola. How you guys doing? Good, good, good. There's Brandon in his little compound, his little Ukraine bunker. Hello. Yeah. Can you get a mortgage on a shed? Uh, No, I don't, you don't do mortgages on sheds. Well, you would do payment plans, which is kind of like a mortgage. That's a, that's, a, it's, that's a dumb, great question that makes me look stupid for not knowing the answer. <laughs> Because I just you, thought maybe you get a mortgage on a shed and it'd be like nine hundred a month, and if you won this, then you have you know a little extra cash. No, because you don't have a mortgage on a car; you have a loan on a car, so you'd have a loan on a shed. You would finance it. You would finance it. Just different terminology. Yeah, you'd but only, it's basically the same. Right. You'd only have a mortgage on a property. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. When I go shed shopping. But what? a shed is a property. But people do convert sheds into houses. But then you would have to put it on a piece of land where there'd be property taxes. If you're we living put it, it somewhere anyway, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, well, I, I don't know why you'd have a mortgage on a shed. Just buy the damn thing. It's not, not that expensive. <laughs> I mean, it makes like, some pretty expensive sheds. Uh, I, what, my dream one day, and it will be for my next house, is I'm going to buy it outright. I'm not going to have a mortgage. I've already made the plans, you know, for my next move, where I might go, where I probably will end up, how it's all going to work out. I'm going to buy my next property. I'm not going to have a mortgage. I'm going to pay cash for it. That's cool. Always wanted to do that. Isn't that neat? Not to ever have a mortgage. That's cool. Yeah. Super neat. I would just like to have a house. 
in oh, general. Yeah. I'm sorry. Are you homeless? Those of us over here have houses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living in a shed. House. I'm in a shed right now. Yeah, that, that's a nice shed. That you're financing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, did I introduce Pee Wee? Is Pee Wee? Pee Wee's the newest member of the show. He's uh, my old intern from Orlando years ago. We've reconnected. He's helping mm-hmm. us out with the video stuff. He was at Podcast and Pours. He's a tremendous person. He owns a drone business, drone photography. Uh, you know, everybody's doing that now. So hire Pee Wee. Uh, go on to Instagram at Drone Pilot Jim because yeah. Jim is short for James, which is his real name. But we, why did we call you Pee Wee? Did you come into the show saying my name's Pee Wee, or did we just call you start calling no, you? No, literally my first small. day. My first day there, you said that you couldn't see me um, over my chair, uh-huh. and so you called me Pee Wee. Huh. The first thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> there was a couple of things that you reminded me that I did that I totally forgot. Uh, but you and Bull became very close, right? Yeah, we, yeah, we still talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yep. yeah. And, and Bull just got a job. Bull's one of my old producers, extremely talented guy. And he just, he's moving to Georgia. He just got a big job with the new Savannah hockey team and he i don't know what his title is but it's an important title i saw him post it and i'm very very proud of him the only thing the only issue i have with when he posts about his hockey his successful hockey career and i'm not saying he plays hockey even though i believe his dad did play professional hockey years ago um is i got him the job with the solar bears i got him that gig I got him that gig on the air because I know that how much he loved hockey. We had Bob, forget his last name, pretty big dog, big guy up for the solar bears. And now he's off to some other, you know, whatever. Um, But we had him on to talk about the solar bears in Orlando. And I put over bull to become the, the, the uh, public uh, service announcer, public announcer. And he, and he did it. They brought him in. And like the, the his, he just knocked it out of the park. I mean, he got the gig because he was so good at it. But I opened the door, and I think that every time he references the Solar Bears, he should reference me. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has like a a bunch of like rings now from the Stanley Cup. Like when they get their rings after winning it, because he, yeah, he was doing stuff for the Lightning. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's like everybody got a Braves ring. The world championship last year, you know, if you went to like yeah. the first game, they gave you a, they gave away these like replica rings and everybody, look, I won the championship. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, or even I've seen a lot of people, even if you just like plugged in some wires for one of their broadcasts, you got one too, I think. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is our former employer, the station, we were the FM flagship for the Braves and I haven't seen one of those people post that they got a ring, but I saw the yeah. AM flagship post how they got rings so i'm wondering if they got dicked like they're like you weren't really that supportive of us so <laughs> we're not giving you they're, the, they're the only people that i mean i don't check on their social media often but i i haven't seen anything and i'm still friends with you know a few of the people i haven't seen any of them post anything about a ring i would think yeah. that they would all get rings I, like technically i should get a ring because I helped promote the Braves when I worked there, right? Yeah, I don't know. We're they, they were just re-airing the broadcast, though. I don't think they should get a ring. No, no, no. no. They, they aired it live. They covered 
the broadcast. Yeah, but I mean, they, they were re, but they, there wasn't any, we didn't have an announcer on, on like doing play by play or anything. We were just rebroadcasting it. It's still, we were partners. You know, that's, that's the thing. That's what you're saying. If you plugged in equipment, I mean, you're a partner. You helped with the process. I mean, it takes, you know, an army. It's just not the players and not the coaches and not the management and all that stuff. So I think technically we all should get rings. Still, we should get rings. I think I should get a ring. I helped promote it. You know, even behind the scenes, all, you know, management was always trashing them. You know, like, God, this is horrible for ratings. This sucks. I don't know why we did this horrible deal. <laughs> so I guess it was like a really bad deal they did. Like, we got another year of this shit. I'm like, oh, make sure they don't know that. I'm sure they're not going to be very happy with their FM flagship, <laughs> not happy with carrying them. <laughs> um, the Black Cloud Podcast. Sponsored by Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell and his therapists are ready to help you with any issues, uh, whether you go to any of the three Georgia locations, you can do it virtually if you choose. I know a lot of you listen to the podcast, your truck drivers, you can't make it to one of the three Georgia locations, that's fine. Dr. David Markwell is one of the smartest men I know, uh, and I've not been anti-therapists, but I've always tried to shy away from it, thinking that I don't need it. And I tried it one time and, and I went to him and uh, I got to tell you, therapy is a good thing. It really is. It's, it's good to talk to somebody that like th- th- they're very interesting people, how they listen to your problems, diagnose your problems and give you advice for your issues. Very, very cool how he does this. Uh, you can go to markwelltherapy.com, markwelltherapy.com and a uh, proud sponsor of the Bailey show podcast. We appreciate that. All right. Um, make sure I hit the website before we get out for the free episode. And Bra- I don't know what Brandon's doing with this video thing. It's driving me insane. He's going back and forth. He's in, he's out, he's there, he's not there. Nate, you got to talk to him. You do something. Yeah, is, he, is he there? <clears throat> Hello, Brandon? It just, says, it just says Brandon in my box. Thank God Pee-wee's here. Pee-wee's got good internet. Brandon, not so much. Yeah, that's great. Um, oh, there's now there's two Brandons. Oh, oh God, that's... we're, we're going to die. <laughs> And, and our boxes are getting just smaller. <laughs> it's going to be like 20 Brandons, and we're going to, oh, there, now we just got one big Brandon. There we go. I'm back. I can, made you, it. can you stop doing whatever it is you're doing, please? I don't, I don't know what happened. It just said connection problems, but the Wi-Fi is good, so I had to leave and come back. Uh, it's another Russian air raid. Uh, actually, <laughs> let, let me do this here before I get into my black cloud. Um, uh, podcastthebs.com, because this is the, uh, the free episode each and every week. Uh, if you're not a subscriber, I know some of you aren't. You just listen to the free episode, and we appreciate that. Don't get me wrong. But there is so much great content with great guests that we have on this uh, show. We've just uh, recently hired a booker to help us out with getting guests. We just recently had Kelly Teal, a Nixium cult, sex cult survivor on. Fantastic interview. Fantastic conversation. Uh, Greg Grumberg, uh, an old friend of mine's coming up. He uh, was in Heroes and Alias and Felicity, and he's the cab driver in A Star is Born and in some of the Star Wars movies. And... Um, he's a fantastic guy, great actor. He's coming on for a great, great purpose. His son has got epilepsy, um, and he's best friends with J.J. Abrams, so he's got stories to tell, and he's friends with all these different He's, he's a good dude. We got Manny Aurora, one of our sponsors, Aurora Law Firm, comes on a couple times a month, answers law questions, defense law, criminal stuff. He's representing uh, Anna Delvey from Inventing Anna, like, recent, like right now. So when he comes on, he talks about that. Uh, Diane Spiva from Nuberty, another one of our sponsors. She comes on, talks about men's health, 
you know, and all that kind of good stuff. I think this upcoming uh, conversation we have with her is on sexual health with men that can't get woodies, which is pretty cool. James, Brody, Jim, Drone Jim, Pee Wee, how's your woody? Is your woody okay? I think it's doing pretty well. Last time I checked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, huh. pay attention to Diane when she comes on. If you're having I'm, problems. I'm going to have to. She, yeah, uh, for sure. Brandon has had a hard-on in three years. True story. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Brandon. I got one right now. He cannot get erect for some reason. <laughs> we think well, It's it, been hard for three years. <laughs> we, we it think, won't go down. We think it's a pesticide that he ingested when he was a child. <laughs> We're not quite sure what the problem is. <laughs> All right, uh, so here's my black cloud for this. Well, anyway, podcastthebs.com. You can subscribe right there. You can take a listen, sample all the shows. We've got other podcasts on here as well. Brandy, uh, the only Brandy and Lindsay podcast released on Tuesdays. Uh, Not Your Typical Tea with Nikki D and Maddie released on Thursdays. Brandon and Def August, The Clueless 2. They have theirs on Sundays. I do a Way J Bayback Moment on Saturdays, some old audio. I think uh, last weekend I did Roddy Roddy Piper when he just was diagnosed with cancer, rest in peace. And then that was a cool conversation. So lots of cool stuff, lots of cool stuff, lots of great guests, right? I think I did yeah. my pitch. Yeah, did my yeah. pitch. Yes, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Just need subscribers. Need subscribers. See, subscribers to subscribe to the podcast. It's only four ninety nine, And you get so much entertainment. We do our best. And we do really, really well. You know, we want you to subscribe to YouTube, too, our YouTube channel. That's free. We want you to like all of our social. It's really easy stuff. Like, be a part of the it, Huh? Yeah. I, I can't stand the people that are like, I'm not paying for a podcast. It's like, Brian, you probably buy water at the gas station. You got it in your house. Doesn't matter. <laughs> You're paying for better better water, better service. You get more. You get what you pay for. Have you seen a lot of people say they're not paying for a podcast? Not a lot, but I've seen them. I'm, you know, it's just that old mentality. I'm not paying for a podcast. I'd rather watch my talkie box. Something like that. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's how I picture it. Uh, So my black cloud this week, this is the OG. This is how it all started with this black cloud that follows me around. By the way, in the background, it's my dogs, Toon Toons and King Henry fighting a plane, I should say. So do you guys talk out loud? Not on purpose, but like you're thinking something and what you're thinking you say out loud and then it occasionally upsets people and you don't realize it, and you're not trying to do it. Any you guys ever go through that? I usually yeah. talk out loud when I'm by myself. Yeah, I do it alone. I talk to myself. Okay. Yeah. Nate? Oh, no, y'all are psychopaths. <laughs> we all have inner monologues. I've never talked out loud. Actually, when my wife is, like, out of town, I, I remember thinking, you know, I've not, I haven't said a word verbally for, like, three days. <laughs> you know, if, you, if nobody's around, you don't have anyone to talk to, you just talk to yourself in your head. Okay, well, that's my point. Is is you're ta- you're 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 thinking out loud, but you're talking yeah. out loud what you're thinking, but you don't realize you're doing it. I'm getting somewhere with this. I'm just asking you guys if you understand what I'm getting to. I don't, but it sounds like you psychos do. <laughs> okay, so uh, I and you'll hear me say this often. I'm having a conversation with myself, and I do. I talk to myself when I'm alone, um, when I'm exercising. If like uh, on the treadmill, that's a great time to talk to myself, but I'm doing it inside. I'm not talking out loud. Very rarely will the things that I'm saying to myself in my head be spoken out loud. Very rarely, if ever, except for this past weekend. <clears throat> and I don't know why this happened, but it did. Uh, so I play tennis 
And in, in Atlanta and in Georgia, there's this thing called Alta. And it's a league. And you go out there and you have different levels and you play doubles. Sometimes you play at your home home facility. Sometimes you play away. And it's very competitive. And you'll most of the time run across these guys that they're like reliving their high school days. You know, they're getting pumped up and stuff. And, and truth be told, up until about three years ago, I was that guy. I've always been very competitive, and I still am very competitive. But I would get psyched up like I'm getting ready to go to play a football game. And then I just kind of got to a point where I'm like, I'm like 40-some years old, dude. There's no money involved. I'm not winning really anything. I was like, I don't have to get this upset if I lose or don't have to break a racket. or So I've toned down a lot. <clears throat> but I'm still competitive. So we're playing these guys in a public park. And you know when you're playing guys in a public park, not to sound like an elitist, but there might not be the most well-mannered or educated people, you know, because they're playing for free, right? They're playing at a public park, and they, they don't dress properly. They're wearing basketball jerseys and jean shorts and high tops, and they're not dressed like a tennis player. Oh, those are the best ones. No, tennis isn't gangsta. You know, it's just not, it's not a thug sport. Uh, so not saying the people we were playing were like that, but they were definitely. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Watkins Law Firm, trial and litigation attorneys. So if it's personal injury, wrongful death, contracts and transactions, landlord and tenant disputes, or just general civil litigation, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC is where you need to go. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC. And here's Tyler's tip of the day. It might suck, but Georgia sees dogs as property. That means if someone accidentally hurts or injures or kills your dog, they're only liable for the fair market value of your dog, which in most cases is usually just the adoption fee. Get a hold of Tyler Watkins, Watkins Law Firm dot LLC, serving all of Georgia. Next time, Talk to Tyler. Call my wife for all the right reasons. And that's because you're looking to buy or sell a property in this nutso-crazy market that we're in. Rachel Guy, she is your guy. She's my wife, but she's your guy. Realtor with Keller Williams Atlanta North Office, 404-797-4600. She's an amazing realtor. I've watched her in action, and she's really great. And a lot of you know that because you've used her stress-free buying and selling in this crazy market. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. I'm so happy that so many of you enjoy Nubertese Men's Wellness League's uh, practitioner, Diane Spiva, when she comes on the podcast. I think it's great. You know, I've been going to Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs, Georgia, for well over a year with testosterone maintenance, but they do so much more than that. With a weight loss program, sexual health, pain and joint management, Nubertese Men's Wellness League is a men's wellness facility for guys and guys only. Guys, as you get older, your body starts to break down. There are things that you can control and there are things that you can't control. Just pop into Nubertese Men's Wellness League in Sandy Springs or go online to menswellnessleague.com and schedule a phone call just to see where you're at. It could possibly save your life. 
That's a true story actually happened to a listener, right? So right now, the Wellness Combine, get it for 99 bucks. That's $200 off the regular pl- uh, price. Plus, mention the BS Podcast and get 10% off that price. But you got to mention the BS Podcast. Go to menswellnessleague.com. Hit that schedule button. The beautiful weather is here. Your deck isn't up to par. Who do you call? Rockland Contracting. Of course, David Hawks, owner of Rockland Contracting, veteran-owned, established in 2009, specializes in deck design and build, has this amazing 3D software. You'll know what it's going to look like before it's even built. A lot of two percenters going his way. Want to enjoy that deck for the great months. RocklandContractingLLC.com. That's the website. Also, seeking experienced deck builders. So if you're looking for a job, get all of David Hawks. RocklandContractingLLC.com or 678-879-3867. 678-879-3867. Look, I know what it's like to start up a small business and run a small business. That's what this is. What can you do to take the next step? Create Graphics can help you out with that. They're a full-service graphics company that specializes in graphic design, and they've got some really good ones in-house. Wide format printing and graphic installation. Specializing, again, in vehicle wraps, corporate events, interior and exterior events, graphic design, and apparel. A lot of the stuff of the BS Podcast, if not all the stuff, comes from Create Graphics. CreateGraphics.net. That's C-R-E-A-T-E. G-R-A-P-H-I-X dot net or 770-369-9962. That's 770-369-9962. Serving Metro Atlanta and shipping worldwide. Create graphics. They definitely know what they're doing. Excellent customer service and communication in every project will get a one-on-one experience from start to finish. Again, create graphics with an X dot net. And back to you, Jason. Yeah. They, they, weren't, they weren't dressed up U.S. Open style or something. You know, they're public park players. We just say it. it. They were poor people. We get it. <laughs> I don't know if they're poor, but they just, you know, it's just a different, it's a different thing. And it sounds horrible. I'm trying to say this so I don't sound like such an elitist prick, but it's just a different vibe, right? And, uh. And they were kind of nice, but then when it got close, they, and this happens every time when you're playing somebody, it starts out, you're kind of nice, and then if you start to lose, you become an asshole. Not me, but most people that are playing. <clears throat> and and there'll be some questionable calls during the match. There'll be some smack talking, and how a tennis player smack talks is like what you know. You'll see it in the pros too when they hit a winning shot, and there's a there's an ethics behind it. But you hit a winning shot, you're like, "Come on, yeah, get some," you know that kind of stuff. And you're saying it to pump yourself up, but you're also saying it to get into their heads, right? You're trying to piss them off because you're like, "Oh, motherfucker," you know. And they just hit a good shot, and they're like calling you out. But there's an ethics to it where technically you shouldn't do a "Yeah, get some, come on, what's up," unless you hit a winner, not if they hit a loser. Does that make sense to you, Nate? Yeah, I get that. So if they hit it into the net, they, they had an, an unforced error, you don't go, yeah, what's up, come on. That's kind of a dick move. That's, that's, that's not kosher. Yeah, because yeah, they didn't do anything. Right. They're, they're just kind of taunting you for doing something shitty. Exactly, yes, yeah, so that's it. So these guys, we beat them in the first set, 6-4. It was a good, it was a good, good set. It was some good tennis, right? We we had the one break and we ended up winning. I was playing really, really well. 
I was serving out of my mind. And uh, I was playing with a guy that I don't normally play with, and he's a good player. He's a very consistent player. And so we were having fun. You know, it's obviously more fun when you win. So we get into the second set, and they're pissed. And they're big hitters. Um, not very consistent, but when they got a hold of the ball, they could hit the shit out of the ball. And so can I. I'm a big hitter. And so they were trying to just hit the ball big. And they were going after us, you know, because they were pissed. And I have a tendency to do that sometimes, too. And so then they started doing the, yeah, what's up? Come on, get some, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm like, you know, so the way that I handle people like that is because I can't be the talker. I've never been the trash talking guy in, in athletics. It just takes too much energy. Like, I need to save my energy. I don't have the cardio for it. You know, like when people jog next to each other and they can jog for five miles and have a conversation the entire time, nah, not happening. Don't talk to me. I can't speak because I just don't have the. I don't. Yeah, have the, and I, yeah, and I don't do that either because you, once you become the trash shocker, if you start to lose, then you look like a huge fucking loser. Right. You know, if if you're like, oh yeah, suck it, I'm beating you now, motherfucker, and then uh, then they start taking you over, and then you look like a you know super douche. If I were playing tennis against somebody and told me they told me to suck it, I would beat the ever living shit out of them with my racket. <laughs> like, yeah, shove it down their throat. Here, you can suck this. So it got it got a little tense. And the guy that I'm playing with, um, I, I don't know what ethnicity he is, uh, but he's he's a little guy, but he's he's very competitive and he's got a little. He's got a little, he's got some spice to him, right? So believe it or not, out of the four dudes that were on this court, I was the most well-behaved and calm and tame because I'm strategic. Wow. Yeah. I'm strategically planning my one liner, right? You just wait for it. You just wait for it. That's all you do. And so, uh, they're doing this. Yeah. What's up? You get it. Come on. Let's do this. All that kind of stuff. And my partner's getting a little irritated. I'm like, just relax. Just relax. And they hit this shot. And they're coming up to the net. And it goes to my backhand. And I called my shot before I hit it. And so I do a backhand slice down the line, which passes the guy. It was a really good shot. Before I hit the shot, as I was running up midcourt, eh, three-quarters midcourt, to hit this ball, I say out loud, this is going to be a good shot. And I hit the ball. <laughs> I swear to God, I did not mean to say that out loud. I was thinking that in my head. And I do this occasionally. I'll think it in my head and I'll say it out loud. And every time it pisses somebody off because technically it's really fucking rude. Like that's a dick thing for somebody to say on the tennis court, right? This is going to be a good shot before you hit the shot. And then it's a good shot and it's a winner. Wow. That's an end game kind of line, right? I swear. That's yeah. A little unclass. That's a, that's a little classless in my opinion. Yeah. It's a little, a little Babe Ruth, Ruth esque. Yeah. You're trying to, you know, swing for the fucking bench or for the, the fence there and then call it at the same time. It, it's a little, little arrogant, but it, it's not too bad. I don't think it's terrible. It's not like, Oh, here it comes right down your throat. You know, you're not going straight at him, but yeah, it's a little arrogant. The big difference between me and Babe Ruth is Babe Ruth. I believe was doing it for a kid that was dying of cancer in the hospital. 
I did it because my brain connected to my mouth for some reason, and I said it out loud. <laughs> Is that true? I've never heard that. Yeah. I, I think he visited a kid in the, in the hospital, and at least that's the story I've heard. Damn. All right. That's why Learn something new here on the, the Black Lab. Yeah, you might want to research it because there's a chance <laughs> that I might be right. Um, that's a surprise from a listener? Really? Hold on. Hang tight, guys. Jason the Best Bailey. My wife just brought me down this big box. Well, I should probably save it for another black cloud because it's going to explode. Yeah, as I say, call the bomb squad. <laughs> a list. How did a listener know my address? That's what I was wondering. Do you know what it is? I do. Oh, you do know what it is. And you know who it's from? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's safe to open? Yeah. Okay. You want me to open it, guys? We're just in the middle of our yeah, black yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's see. Let's go ahead. Let's open it. All right, guys. Let's see half of it. We're recording, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll pull it over. Here, pull it over. So this is like see. the Charlie Brown teacher scene because we can't see anything. We're just like, wah, 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 and you're just talking to somebody <laughs> off screen. <laughs> oh, sorry. You couldn't hear Rage, could you? I should have turned no. that Oh, bubble wrap. Yeah, bubble wrap and another box inside of a box. Oh, there he goes. You got it. You, you make sure it's in that box right there on the screen. There mm-hmm. you go. You just see her hand with scissors. <laughs> I say, is this recording? Because I want to make sure if it blows up, we have the evidence. <laughs> Do you see the barcode? You got everything here? Yeah. What is it? Oh, it's a bag of dicks. That's <laughs> yeah, a box of dicks. Oh, my God. Oh. I love Is this from uh, Shannon? Oh, my God. Shannon uh, Watts, right? Yeah. So uh, one of our diehards, our two percenters, Shannon Watts, Occasionally, will send me the, the 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 great white buffalo of soda pop, and that is orange vanilla Coke Zero, Coke Zero orange vanilla. Everybody will send me pictures of orange vanilla Coke, but not Coke Zero. And somehow Shannon finds it. I don't know where she lives, and she ships it to me. This shit ain't this shit ain't light. She's paying yeah. a few dollars for this. Very very sweet. Thank you, Shannon. That's very, very nice. You guys were hoping it was a bomb, didn't you? <laughs> no, I was hoping it was dicks. So. <laughs> yeah, I, did too. I thought it would be a bunch of dildos. Yeah. Like, you want subscribers? How about that one podcast where the guy opened up a box and it blew up? I'm subscribing <laughs> to that. He's back. 60% of his body's burned, but he's back. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I hit this ball, right? I'm talking out loud. I hit this ball. I called the shot. <clears throat> really cloud. I felt horrible after I hit it. I felt horrible. And I was getting ready to apologize. And one of the guys goes, what the fuck was that? You know, to his partner. But he said it out loud so I could hear it. My partner thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world. (laughs) And he comes over, like, jumping on me. He's like, that was awesome, dude. You said that shit before you hit it. I'm like, this is getting out of hand here because I didn't mean to do any of this. I was thinking it like positive reinforcement. This is going to be a good shot. Hit a good shot. I have to say that to myself because I have a tendency to take my eye off the ball. So every time the tennis ball comes at me, I say to myself, ball, 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 ball. Or I'll read the tennis ball like if it says pen three or Wilson, whatever. I will say what is on the ball to try and read it to keep my attention on the ball. Golfers do this, like especially when you're first starting out golfing, trying to keep your eye on the ball. You will position the ball on the little pin thingy. I'm not a golfer, so forgive me. 
where you'll see like Titleist 4 or whatever it says, and you will see that until you hit the ball. I have to do that in my head because you don't want to say it out loud because you're not supposed to be talking. So I say this, and I was about to apologize. One of the guys gets mad on the other side of the court. My partner is jumping all over me like an orangutan, and he's thinking it's fucking hilarious. You called that shit before you did it, dude. That was I've never seen. That was awesome. I'm like, okay, calm down. This I go. I didn't mean to do that. But then you kind of want to play into it because you're getting put over. Like, yeah, man, that was badass, wasn't it? So now I'm getting sucked in. I'm like, yeah, these guys are furious, furious at me. And it obviously got in their head. We ended up winning the second set and winning the match, 6-4-6-4. And the second set was just lost after that for them because of the shot, I'm sure. But this is is a problem because, you know, I don't want to go through all the stories uh, of me doing this, but I've done this a couple other times. Like, you know, I'll be in a store and I'll be thinking something about someone and I'll say it out loud and they'll hear it. And they'll turn around and say, excuse me, like there's one time this woman was wearing way too much perfume and it started to make me sneeze. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what did you bathe? You know, it's like in my head, I was saying, what did you bathe in in this perfume? And I said it out loud and didn't realize it. And she turns around. She's a heavy woman. She turns around. She's like, excuse me. I'm like, what? I didn't realize I said it. My wife was like, you just said something really rude to that woman. I was like, I had no idea. This is a problem. I've never, I don't think, talked about it before, but I'm talking about it now. And I don't know, maybe this is a Dr. David Markle with Ridgeline Counseling thing where I need to see him. Or maybe I'm just getting older and, you know, I'm starting to forget things. Maybe I'm getting early signs of dementia or something like that. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't really talk out loud a lot, so I don't know. Uh, but I have, I guess, a couple times, like if I'm practicing how I'm going to talk to somebody, like, if I, okay, I got to go gonna go say something to this manager you know how am i gonna say it i might do that but i i feel like they should understand the way you said it it wasn't directly at them it wasn't like yeah you know here it comes or you know suck this or anything you were just saying <laughs> what a great shot you know or this is gonna be a great shot uh, if he got that upset about it he's just mad that he's losing or, or got taken for so i don't think it's too too bad what uh-huh. you, brandon well i was wondering why you're playing people in the public park to begin with aren't these like a lower tier of tennis people no, they're actually better because they have more people to pull from. Oh, okay. Um, and we, well, don't, yeah, I mean, we, don't, we don't put together the schedule. Alta puts together the schedule. Oh, okay. Um, but, I mean, I don't know why you'd get super upset about it. I mean, I guess he's mad because he, he lost either way, but, you know. So am I the only one that thinks it was really classless? I appreciate you guys not thinking that. That makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> I thought I was going to get torn apart. Pee-wee. No, I, I feel like it's just one of those things where, like, you're kind of, like, in your head. I mean, you're just in the moment, obviously, but you're like trying so hard to make sure that you don't say anything that you actually do say it out loud. Yeah. And uh, I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. I'll start doing it more often because I played out of my mind. You guys don't realize, like, it's funny, the older you get and you try to do athletic things, like your brain thinks that you're still a 17-year-old athlete, <laughs> right? Your, your brain. Maybe not. I think when you're in your 40s. And maybe even in your early 50s or mid-50s. Because I know that's what my brain... My brain thinks that I'm still this college football player, this athlete, this guy that can do four hours in the gym. Dude, I've got... I haven't haven't woken up one day without something on my body being in pain in the last five years. There's always something wrong with me. You know, it's the foot, it's the shoulder, it's the back, it's this, it's that, it's this, there's always something. 
You know, I read a study one time that said 44% of Americans have something in pain in their body, on their body, on a daily basis. 44%. That's a lot of fucking people, you know. And you, you go out and, and, you know, you try to find something as you get older to kind of fill the void of camaraderie, fill the void of being athletic, being outside, you know, whatever it may be. And there's no wrong answer. Be in a bowling league, be in a softball league, be in a baseball league, play tennis, play golf, uh, play paddleball or pickleball. That's the big thing now, pickleball. You know, be on a jogging team, a biking team. Whatever it is to get you out of the house is awesome. You know, but I think, you know, you're competitive when you're younger, but when you get older, it's, it's a different type of competitiveness, but you're still really fucking competitive. Like, being competitive and being an asshole are kind of run parallel. They kind of run parallel to each other. Because when you're competitive, you're talking shit, right? You're talking shit to somebody. And, yeah. and, and so, believe it or not, because, uh, I mean, you say tennis and everybody's like goose on you, but tennis is very competitive. Like, th- even these old people, like, they're 70 years old. They're talking shit out there in the fucking courts. You know, there's a guy that played, um, that plays on our team, and he was out on the courts and was playing horrible, and he usually plays really well, and he turned to his partner and he goes, I don't know what's wrong with me today, man. I'm, not, I'm definitely not quitting on you, but I just, I can't get any energy. By the way, does this place have a defibrillator around? Like, he thought that he might have a fucking heart attack, but he stayed out on the goddamn court because he didn't want to quit because he's competitive. This guy's like 68 years old, and he was looking for a defibrillator, and every tennis court's got one because people have heart attacks out there because they won't get <laughs> off the court. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. I, it must have been whoever he was in his past life because I feel like most, when you get older, you just you want to play checkers and sit around and stuff, but there's certain people that just want to still be competitive even if there's nothing to show for it which i appreciate well those times have changed you know like our people that when we grew up that were like 60 or 70s like oh, i'm too old for that they just kind of gave up but now like 60s the new 40 40s the new whatever you know so you start to see people of age that are more athletic you know there's a guy i think i brought him up that i, I play tennis with and you know since i've been playing it where i play <clears throat> i remember you know i've been there probably about six years now i guess just even six years ago, I remember playing. I was like, God, this guy's really good for an older player. He gets everything back. He's great at the net and this and this and that. But I saw him recently, and he's, like, kind of just deteriorating. And you can see the body movement and how different it is. And I feel horrible because he's such a nice man. You know, like, you wonder what's wrong or what's going on. And, you know, the whole common conversation on a tennis court is, you know, the older you get, oh, fucking thyroid in my thigh my back here and i'm the young guy out there oh you're too young to have plantar fasciitis shut it here you're young to have that tape on your arm you know and all that kind of stuff but these people are really competitive i think the i almost want to say the older you get i don't i don't know the older you get the more competitive you get but i think it's a different type of competitiveness the older you get you kind of revert back to when you were younger because there's a gap of where you weren't competitive. And all those years of not being competitive kind of balls up to when you're older and you're playing and you're like, I'm 20 again or I'm 15 again, you know? Yeah, I almost just feel like it's it's the personality rather than the age, but then also mixed with the age where 
old people don't give a fuck. You know, they, they'll steal shit. They'll just do things. This is what I want to do. I don't care what you say. I don't care about them rules. You know? So I think when they get to that age, if they're competitive and old, then they're like, what's this guy going to do? Hit me. I'm going to talk shit to him because what is he going to do? You know? So I, I think that that's, it's a combination of age and competitive uh, personalities that will get like that for sure. You know, it's funny. Like you see people that are, you know, there's guys that are 70 some years old out there playing tennis. Some guys are in the eighties out there playing tennis. Uh, they're not moving around a lot, but they're playing tennis and doubles. You see people of that age playing golf. They're out there playing golf. They're on the cart, not doing much walking, but they're still outside. They're playing golf. 80 years old. That's crazy. Why don't you ever see somebody 80 years old playing in a softball league? You'll see yeah. them in a bowling league. I think, you know, maybe bowling. But you won't see him playing like softball, soccer, basketball. You know, you never see like the 80-year-old guy going. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be great to have an 80 years of age plus senior basketball league? I would watch those games every single time they played. That would be awesome. Can you imagine watching those guys like a fast break with an, five guys that are 80 years old going down the court? <laughs> I don't know how fast it would be, but yeah, that would be, uh, be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that would be well, amazing. I, I, and it's weird because the the sports that old people play are not good for old people. I mean, tennis and golf, those are terrible for your joints and your, you know, twisting and turning and, and being like sore and swollen and stuff. Those aren't the greatest things for old. You think it'd be, they'd be playing like ultimate Frisbee or something, somewhere where they don't have to move a lot and they can just throw something. Shuffleboard. Yeah, well, I was going to say, name me sports that are, are horrible on your body. I mean, every sport, True. like tennis, the movement. With your arm, with sir, I mean, it's just horrible for your shoulders. Absolutely horrible. You know, yeah. your hips with the back and golf and all that stuff. It's crazy. But these people take this stuff very seriously. I'm currently in a, uh, a, a spat with one of my doubles partners. And we were friends. But a couple of weeks ago, we were playing, and he got mad at me. And he cussed me out on the court. Which is crazy, because I thought we were friends. So... <clears throat> You got to follow me here. This might be boring if you don't like this. What'd you do? Well, I did do something, and I can understand why he would have been upset with me, but he didn't see it the way I saw it, which was how it really happened. And so he's serving from the ad side, which would be the left side. Okay. He serves, and I'm up at the net. He serves the ball. The guy returns the ball. This is how he saw it. He returns the ball. The guy hits the ball in the net, and I call let because there was a ball coming onto our court. He sees it that I called let after we lost or after we won the point saying redo the point. And he was pissed because I didn't do anything on that point because he returned it like three or four times. So he goes, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the? Like, totally out of i mean he he's a he's kind of a hothead kind of guy but i'm his buddy like you don't talk to your buddy like that right you know it's just you just don't do that and instead of blowing up and going back at him because that wouldn't have got anywhere i pretty much just tanked the match i just hit the ball as hard as i fucking could throughout the rest of the set and we lost and we lost the match how it really happened because i was up at the net and i saw it he serves the ball Guy returns the ball. He returns the ball. Guy returns the ball. When my guy is returning the ball back, 
I see out of the corner of my eye a ball rolling onto the court. I call let. When I call let, his ball lands on the other side. The guy hits it into the net. That's what happened. That's what really happened. And you're supposed to do that because you don't want anybody to get injured. That ball would come on the court. You step on it. You twist your ankle. You break your ankle. You break whatever. It's just not worth it, right? It's just it's common courtesy. Um, but as soon as he cussed me out, I was like, Jesus Christ, dude. Who the fuck are you? We haven't spoken since. And I've seen him numerous times. Haven't spoken since. It's weird. Adults acting like this. Fucking children. That's what we are. Fucking, not me. I'm right here. He's wrong. Fucking children. Fucking kids. I think you guys would have better communication if you make up all these words in tennis, like let and add and love and deuce. Just, just let's just use normal English here. Well, they're, they're not made up words. That's the game, you know. I mean, like in wrestling, you've got uh, oil check and suplex and whatever else you guys did. Yeah, well, that, that's not a thing though in, in the sport. That's just something that somebody might say. But these are all words that English people made up in their sport to be part of the rules. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I just, I just know what I, I've been told. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying it's a little confusing. Maybe it's just me because I, you know, I'm not a big tennis guy, so I don't know all these. Like, so add means the left. So the the point system is love, love zero zero, fifteen, thirty, forty, and if you're at deuce, which is forty forty, the next point would be add, meaning advantage. Yeah, that we don't need any of that. Just yeah, on the Wii they called it match point. Yeah, oh, see, look at that. Brandon is very tennis savvy because <laughs> of the way. Brandon, what, like, were you a sport? Did you play any sports when you were younger? Yeah, I played soccer for like thirteen years. Okay, so what happened? You just stopped playing. Uh, I broke my leg, and then you just stopped playing. Yeah. Okay. Took me like a year and a half to recover. Yeah, but now walking too. But now, as you become an adult, which you're, it's eventually going to happen, whether you like it or not you're probably going to want to do something to get some camaraderie, to get some exercise, right? Would you pick soccer back up? Yeah, I've actually been to the, uh, the soccer fields out there a few times. I kicked it around. See? Got, uh, you know, yeah. my cleats on, man, that felt good See? running on the field. So it feels good, but in your head, you think you're as good as you were when you were 13 or 14, only being, what, 23 now. You started like, I'm a little winded. I'm a little heavier. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just not, endurance isn't there. Endurance isn't there, right? But it feels good to be out there. But you'll notice if you start playing competitively uh, that it's people are still still com- still still competitive. You know, they still act like they would act. Pee wee. I don't know. You're too. You probably aren't tall enough to ride the rides, right? You, yeah, you're too small. Uh, I, I cannot ride the rides. I'm not much of a ride rider. Um, I did play basketball and, and, and baseball, though, when I was little. And then when I started selling drugs, that's when I started skateboarding. And then uh, I was out of skateboarding for a while. But I started surfing, and that's, that's great. Where would you surf in Orlando? I go to New Smyrna. Oh, you go to New Smyrna? All right. Yeah, All right. yeah. But they have, like, cameras on the beach. And so, like, while I'm surfing, I'm like, wow, I probably look so cool. And then I go back home, and I watch the cameras, and I look, I look so dumb. Yeah. But uh, it's fun when I'm out there. Current, yeah. Currently, at almost 30 years of age, are you active in any way? What, what do you mean, like sexually? No, like, like uh, athletically. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I surf. Like, that's pretty, that's pretty active, yeah. I just started surfing, like, a couple of years ago. All right, so Pee Wee's a surfer. Who knows? Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Basketball, that probably didn't go well for you because you're, what, 5'4"? 
Uh, I'm five six. Yeah. So basketball. Uh, I think I scored. I played two seasons. I scored two points. Well, there you go. There you go. We're I made one basket. Consistent yeah. one one point piece. There. We're very athletic. Very athletic show. We, 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 you know, mm-hmm. Nate. Yeah. Nate is Nate is a professional road tripper. You know, that's, yep. that's what he does. He's an explorer. Mm-hmm. Actually, Nate is an explorer. That's that's what you are now. You are your title in life is Nate the Explorer. Nate the Great, okay. ex- Nate the Great Explorer. That's Nate what you. Nate the Great. Nate the Great Explorer. That's what yeah, your new like title it. is. All right. Uh, Brandon is. Uh, uh, Brandon. Yay! Um, yeah. <laughs> I get to be me still. Uh, soccer. <laughs> what's uh, Pele? Um, I don't know. What else? What, what else did you do? Is that it? Just soccer? What's what he uh, Played football for like one year. Yeah, he's not middle a school. Uh, but he want, he's, <laughs> he's going to play soccer now. That's what I'm saying. He's he's you know he's he's going to get into it again. That's what he says. That's what he says. I mean, we both. That'd know. be nice. That'd be fun. You know. Yeah. We both know. Yeah. He's just yeah. not that motivated. Pee-wee, you I make a goal with my eyes closed the other day when I played. You not what? the other day. It's been you what? I made a goal with my eyes closed. Had a guy standing in the in the goalie, mm-hmm. and then I closed my eyes and ran up and kicked it. Do you made wear, it in. Do you wear Umbros? No. Uh, you talking about like shin guards? No, the shorts. Umbros. Oh no! But they make shin guards also. But no, I don't wear those. I just wear. Those maybe the, they were Umbros. Those are the remember. deal, man. They got the little like kind of checkers on them. And they're a little short, and you're supposed to wear a little spandex underneath of them. It's kind of neat. No. No, I never. No. So I just I never wore compression shorts. <laughs> They weren't compression shorts. They were spandex. The, the compression yeah. shorts didn't exist at the time. <laughs> they're called, no, you wearing for underwear now. They're, they're, called, yeah. they're, they're called spandex. <laughs> yeah, now you're wearing for underwear. Sure. <laughs> All right. So that's my black cloud for this week. Um, talking out loud pisses people off. I'm going to try to do better. It is a problem. I know that now. I apologize. I thought it was classless. I thought it was Bush League. Um, but I'm glad you guys didn't think so. All right, Nate, you got anything before we get out? Yeah. All right, never challenge Brandon in soccer. He'll kick your ass. Uh, okay, Brandon, you got anything? Uh, what do you call a bunny covered in tape? Hopscotch. That's <laughs> 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 pretty fucking good. <laughs> I'm going to tell that at the dinner table. <laughs> uh, Pee wee. Uh, go to therapy. Even if you think you don't need it, you probably do. I don't think he realizes that we're recording. I think he's just talking to himself. He's like, he's just telling y'all motherfuckers are crazy. Y'all need to go to therapy. Is this thing on? Is this still on? All right, podcastthebs.com. Tell a friend, please. Uh, we'd appreciate it very much. So, um, we have some really, really good guests coming up. Really, really good guests coming up. All right. With that being said, thanks so much. And bye. Get off my lawn. It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastbs.com. It's better than radio. Now, get out of here. And Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast, always sponsored by our good buddy, Dr. David Markwell with Ridgeline Counseling. He's got his therapist ready to help you with any issues you have, whether... Uh, You're going to his three Georgia locations, or you might not even be in Georgia. That's fine. He can do it virtually. And uh, I've talked to Dr. uh, Dr. David Markwell, and he's he's a helper. I'll tell you that right now. MarkwellTherapy.com. MarkwellTherapy.com. Son of a bitch. I just called to say you should subscribe to The Bailey Show, and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) 
Nobody is going to save you now. If you like what you hear then get a full 7 days a week plus of new content by subscribing. Podcastthebs.com It's better than radio.